This is episode number 107 of the Life, Strength and Health podcast. Kim here. Thank you for joining us this week. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the importance of spring detoxification. Yes, at the time of this recording, we are in the spring season. The weather is still catching up, but I love the sunshine. We had a couple warm days here in New Jersey, but it kind of goes up and down. I think we're forecasted for rain tomorrow, but nonetheless, I'm so happy that it is the spring season as and with every change of season, you guessed it, it's time to do a spring detox. And every detox season, there are organs of the season that you should focus on. But in this episode, we're going to touch on the importance of a spring detox, what that uh, program or that detox should entail or focus on in within your body and why these organs are so crucial to your overall health. So that's what this week's episode is going to be all about. And before we dive into that, I want to share this week's testimonial. And this week's testimonial is from Sandra. And Sandra says, thank you for everything. My session went well. The staff is amazing. The atmosphere is very soothing. Walking in and smelling the peppermint is very relaxing. To be honest, I was amazed on how you can tell what is going on within a person by touching press points. So thank you, Sandra, for those kind words. And we wish you much health success. And this week's organic food for thought is on gluten. Gluten is a storage protein found in wheat, barley and rye. And gluten can also be found in a derivative of wheat, barley and rye grains such as malt and brewer's yeast. Gluten gives dough its elasticity, acting like a glue, giving bread its classic chewy, soft texture, right? And gluten is also found in a wide variety of foods, even those you wouldn't even expect, such as soy sauce and even some french fries. Foods containing wheat, barley, or rye contain gluten, but the protein can also be hidden in many foods as an additive, especially processed foods. Gluten can also sometimes be found in certain medications, personal hygiene products, and more. Now, a majority of people can tolerate eating gluten. However, those who have celiac disease or non-celiac gluten sensitivity suffer from a variety of symptoms after consuming gluten. Celiac disease is a serious genetic autoimmune disorder triggered by consuming gluten. When a person with celiac disease eats gluten, the protein interferes with the absorption of nutrients from food by damaging part of the small intestine called villi. Damaged villi make it nearly impossible for the body to absorb nutrients into the bloodstream, leading to malnourishment and a host of other problems, including some cancers, thyroid disease, osteoporosis, infertility, and the onset of other autoimmune diseases. Now, someone with a non-celiac gluten sensitivity um, are those individuals who cannot tolerate gluten and experience symptoms similar to those with celiac disease, yet lack the same antibodies and intestinal damage as seen in celiac disease. So more and more, especially myself, I don't have celiac disease, but I do have a gluten sensitivity and it can affect your gut and so many other things if you keep consuming gluten, but your body cannot tolerate it. And believe me, I know it's so difficult to avoid it at times, um, but there's a whole other world out here of gluten-free 
um, dishes and recipes and a lot more restaurants and food establishments are recognizing that a lot of people are developing this gluten sensitivity. And if you have one, do not continue to consume it because it's only going to get worse and it's only going to cause other major imbalances within your body. And we help a lot of people who suffer from a gluten um, intolerance. And I used to have a really severe one. And just from rebuilding my gut and my digestive system, my sensitivity has definitely diminished, but I, I still avoid it because if it weakens your body, why would I continue to, you know, eat these things that's going to weaken me in the long run? So if I have it, let's say it's in something and I didn't know, my reaction is going to be so much less severe now since I rebuilt my gut and my digestive system than in, in the past. But I was able to eat it years ago without any um you know, experiencing any side effects. But then a few years ago, I started experiencing inflammation and all these other things. Um, And so I had to kind of go to a gluten-free diet. And, you know, it opened my eyes to so many things um, that you you can consume without gluten. Um, But it's really just kind of opening up your mindset and exposing yourself to, to, to new things. So that is this week's Organic Food for Thought on gluten. So now let's segue into this week's episode on the importance of spring detoxification. Like I said, at the time of this recording, we are into the spring season. So this is a great time to do a spring detox. And in this week's episode, we're going to share part of a training that we do for our private health community. And this training, we touch on and discuss the topic of spring detoxification and why it's so important. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Greetings, everyone. Jamal here, Health Warriors. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of spring detoxification. Usually, uh, spring marks for a lot of people a new beginning. Um, the days are getting longer. The weather's beginning to climb. You're feeling more energetic, feel like you want to do a lot of things. So we get in our our spring cleansing mode. We want to clean. So while you're in that mode, it's important that you do something for the inside of your body as well. Very important. Uh, You've heard me and Kim say this a lot. We like to... um, call uh, detoxification internal hygiene. We get it when it comes to external hygiene. We brush our teeth uh, every day. We wash our hair. We take showers. Like we, we groom ourselves, you know, very well. Uh, but when it comes to uh, the insides of our body and doing the things for, you know, uh, self-care beyond the things that, that you typically see, uh, we're not doing no, those particular things, right? And, and, and I like uh, internal hygiene because it puts things in perspective. Like if we start looking at cleansing the inside of our body as hygiene, just like cleansing the outside of our body, then I think we'll take more care in doing it, and I think that we'll do it a lot more often, right? So springtime, and we, we say this quite often, every change of season you should be doing uh, a different type of cleanse, right? So in the springtime, 
your cleanse is going to be different than what you did in, in the winter as well as the other seasons. We just came off of uh, a winter cleanse and our focus was on uh, the kidneys and the bladder, right? But now that we are in the, the spring, we're moving into the liver and the gallbladder. Usually during the uh, winter months, we're eating heavier foods. We're eating a lot of comfort food because our our mood is down. Uh, so now as we spring cleanse, this is the time to lighten up, cleanse the blood, get everything flowing and, and jumpstart your metabolism, right? So so the liver, this is a picture of your your liver. It, it's actually on your on your right side, covers your entire uh, right area. So this is a picture of your liver and your gallbladder. They work together. So this is your, your liver anatomy and your gallbladder anatomy, right? Let's talk about real quickly some, some liver functions. We won't go through all of these, but some very important things. Um, helps your body fat infections by um, removing bacteria uh, from the blood, right? You can look over a couple of these things, but you see it plays a very important role in your cholesterol, your hormone production, your metabolism. It turns fat into uh, energy. It actually helps to store uh, energy in your body. You see it produces bile, a compound needed to digest fat and to absorb vitamins A, D, E, and K. So very important when it comes to uh, your fat-soluble vitamins, right? So it's not just about breaking down fat, but it's also about uh, breaking down fat and absorption. So you can, you can look through these. Your liver has a lot of functions. And the thing about it is this is only a few functions of your liver. Your liver actually has more functions than this. Your liver actually has more functions than your brain. It's a powerful organ, super powerful. I would say the mo- probably the most important organ in your entire body. So important that uh, you can cut up to 60% of your liver off and it will actually grow back. It's the only organ that can uh, regenerate itself. Think about that. Think about how powerful something has to be to regenerate itself. That's how much we need it. Your body will, will reproduce your, your liver. All right? Let's talk about the gall the gallbladder. It's a small bag-like part under the liver. We were looking at that before. It stores a fluid called bile, which is made in the liver. And like we were talking about before, it helps in the digestive system process by excreting this bile into your system, right? So it helps to uh, break down fats in your body as well as absorbing uh, nutrients. And as you can see, um, also assists with waste removal. So, you know, really, really important to um, cleanse your, your liver, especially in the springtime. So this is the time that you want to do it, but just liver cleansing in general, because these are major things right here that are normal within our society. A fatty liver, gallstones, high cholesterol, uh, challenges with your, your thyroid and constipation. These are things that most people experience, you know, one or many of these things. Most people, the average person, right, 
Um, and and a, a big part of that is, is because uh, we don't put any care or we haven't been taught how to put care into our livers and our gallbladders. Did you know that one out of every four people are missing gallbladders? It's not, they're not born this way. They had their gallbladders removed. We're going to probably talk about this in one, in one of the podcasts, but um, that's a very high number, one out of four people. So that means that someone that you know uh, doesn't have a gallbladder. And it's not, it's not something that uh, people really talk about because in our society it's made um, out to be uh, such a, a simple thing, you know. Um, but a lot of people don't have gallbladders. And once you don't have a gallbladder, for many people, it's just certain functions that their body won't do that well anymore. So uh, let's try to protect and save our organs. Let's save our gallbladder by, by cleansing it and taking better care of it. So the question is, when in the spring should you cleanse? So anytime in the spring is a good time to cleanse, just for the, for the record, right? But the ideal time to cleanse uh, is at the very beginning of the uh, spring season. So ideally um, a week before the seasonal shift, you want to begin that process of uh, cleansing and then you cleanse through the seasonal shift, you know, so as the, the climate and the season is changing, certain shifts are changing within your body and you kind of go through that purge uh, together. So that's ideal. And, and the length of time, is different for for everyone. Uh, it all depends on on your path. You know, if you if you're living a very healthy um, lifestyle, whole foods, a lot of vegetables, a lot of good practices, taking herbs and, and supplements, doing these things on a regular basis, you're going to need to uh, cleanse for less time. So for you, it could be you know three to seven days, and for for someone that. Uh, has fallen off track and hasn't been doing the things that that they should, not eating the best, or or a person that um, this is new to them and they're not doing any cleansing and they've been living a standard American uh, diet, eating more more toxic. They may they may need to do twenty one days. They may need to do thirty days. So that number is going to look uh, different for for everyone. Uh, the most important thing is that you that you're you're doing something. Usually, um, a good sweet spot is uh, 15 days. You know, you meet in the middle. But uh, a lot of people uh, that need liver cleansing and they haven't done anything before. We we've spent uh, two months, 60 days on on liver cleansing. So that is going to vary from person to person. All right. Uh, one thing that's really important to understand is also uh, the emotional energy of your liver and your gallbladder, right? So uh, we all have different types of uh, emotional stressors um, in our lives, right? And, and we know scientifically that uh, your body holds on to uh, emotional stressors in your organs. So, for example, when we're dealing with a lot of uh, stress, depending on what type of stress it 
it is, we get um, knots in our particular muscles. A lot of people get um, knots in their, their, their traps, right? They, they, the top of their uh, back or shoulders, uh, they get uh, tension and tightness in there, right? And that's stress. So, you know, we feel that stress in those organs and um, you get massages and massages will, will massage those things out. So we know that um, tension can be trapped in an organ, uh, but excuse me, it's not just the muscles. You can trap emotional stress in systems and organs of your body. So you can have trapped stress inside of your liver. You can have um, trapped stress inside of your, your gallbladder, right? But usually when we have this tension, we're, when we have a knot in our liver and our gallbladder, it's not something that you directly will feel. So it's going on in there and it will have a, a, an effect on your functionality, just like having a knot in your shoulder or a knot in your leg is going to fun, uh, affect the functionality of, of your leg if you have knots um, in your legs. But once you get loose, you get the knots out, you can do more things. It's the same thing with your liver and your gallbladder, right? So uh, based on the type of emotional stress that you're dealing with is going to be housed in certain areas. So your liver is the house of anger and resentment. So if you're dealing with a lot of anger in your life or experience any type of uh, anger and you don't release it and you internalize it, that's where it's being stored. It's being stored in your liver. If you're dealing, if you have a tough time with decisiveness, decision making, or a lot of frustration and feeling stuck, that particular type of energy stress is going to be trapped in your gallbladder, right? Um, and the thing with stress is accumulated stress is as it builds up, it begins to have an effect on on the functionality of of your body, right? Uh, so really important that we address that and we release these things from our body, especially when you're doing the living in a gallbladder cleanse, because this is a time that we want to take a holistic approach and we want to release these things from from our systems. So what I wanted to talk about was a couple of things that you can do in taking a holistic approach in regards to um, cleansing your body. So I'm going to give you some really practical, basic things that, uh, that, that you can do really easily to detoxify your liver and your gallbladder. One thing is... So that is the conclusion of this week's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode, but most importantly, you receive value from it. And for access to the show notes pages, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash 107. On there, you can access this episode downloaded. Um, you can also check out some of the resources at the bottom of the page. And I'll also link to last week's episode where we dove into the organs of the spring season there. So you can check that out as well. And if you want to know more about our Wellness Center, Life Strength and Health, and how we can help you to feel and look your best naturally, um, you can access it from the show note pages as well. And for uh, members of our private health community, Health Warriors, if you want to listen, you guys know for the full training, the, the video and audio of this training, this is located in your member portal and you can access that at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash membership. 
And if you are interested in doing a spring detox, this spring season, and you want to rebalance and recharge your body, you can definitely um, do that. And we offer an elemental detox program for the spring season. And to learn more about that, just go to lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash spring detox. There, there's a video. Um, you can learn more about it, what the detox is about. This detox is 14 days. It includes a manual, um, just one or two products that you would take, but it's something that could be done on your own, um, but you can get supervision from us as well. And it's a great way to do a spring detox. There's no thinking about it. Just follow what's in the manual. There's recipes in there. There's do's and don'ts. We cover nutrition and other aspects um, that's necessary during this spring cleanse. Um, it's all included in our elemental spring detox. And you can learn more about that at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash spring Detox And you Health Warrior members, um, you know that all of our Elemental Spring Detox protocols are in the member portal. And you can access that again at lifestrengthandhealth.com forward slash membership. Okay, so once again, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until next time, live healthier. <music>